When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Back in the NFL with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's going to sign a four-year deal with a fifth-year option. He's getting the band back together as well. I am told that he is going to hire Todd Bowles as his defensive coordinator. The former Jets coach was highly coveted and now lands in Tampa on a very beefed-up coaching staff and one that's very good for quarterback Jameis Winston. Man, Jameis Winston. You have a chance to resonate your career. You got your guy, Bruce Harris. I think this is is this is, is this great. Prime, do you think this is a good match with him and Jameis Winston? Well, first of all, I adore Coach Arians. I, I think he is one of the best coaches uh, to coach in the NFL, and I love the staff that he's assembled. If he's a good fit for Jameis Winston, that comes with a lot of the pieces of the puzzles around Jameis Winston. The way he commanded the room. I've never been around anything like it. When I'm talking to you, a lot of times it's ugly. But I ain't talking about you personally. Now I'm talking about your football. Your football sucks. I'm gonna tell you your football sucks. I like you as a guy. Alright? Don't take it personally. It's not criticism, it's coaching. Our coaching staff's gonna get on your ass because if it ain't perfect, it ain't right. I think he changed the culture. Bruce has a lot of attitude and he can change a city before a city can change him. He'll be all over you and you think the world is crashing in on you and he wants you off the team and then he brings you in and, and maybe he makes a joke with you and kind of loves you up a little bit. Coach him hard and hug him later and that's been my style forever. I'm about to whip somebody's ass. Oh, I'm about to whip somebody's ass. Oh, if you don't leave me alone, you're gonna have to send me home. Cause I'm about to whip somebody's ass. Hell fucking yeah. The Bucks got Bruce Arians. I am I am pumped. Like this is this is awesome. Finally we get a coach that has a proven track record, a guy that knows how to win. And it's been a long time coming because the Buccaneers they're in business now. I mean, this is a staff that we can get behind. Um, I mean, I just, it's its pretty awesome. Uh, with that being said, welcome to another Real Bucks Talk podcast. This is Michael Plush, joined by Mark Ramirez. And Mark, I know you're excited. I mean, this, this is something we've been, like, we thought this was going to happen, but now since it's finally here, it's like, can we really believe it? And it's its here. I mean, it's true. <laughs> yeah, what everyone, what you heard all through that was the staff he's putting together. Mm-hmm. And it's coming out, boom, boom, boom. All these other guys are still trying to hire a coach. But we got the main man, two-time coach of the year. Hell of a speaker, leader, 
just guys gr- gravitate towards him. Just he grabs a room when he's speaking. Like he, you heard that clip with Patrick Peterson. Mm-hmm. This guy, like when we were first going through coaches, I fell in love with him. But I'm like, I highly doubt we're going to be able to get him. He's retired. Right. Is he going to want to come back for us? And the only connection was Jason Light, and we kept saying that the only way Jason Light stays is probably because of this. Mm-hmm. And dear God, it worked. <laughs> and he even said it in his retirement. He's like, I, I like Jason Light. I know he's a good man. I know he's a good uh, personnel player or personnel, personnel um, guy. Mm-hmm. And geez, yeah. Jason, you worked your magic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can see like this has been like something that's been in the works. It looks like, I mean, it, it looks like Bruce had a plan. Like if he, um, you know, if he was going to come back, he was going to be ready to have a plan. And, you know, just everything's falling into place. Like his, like he said, his staff is is available, and he's putting in quite the staff together. It's going to be like an all star staff, uh, and it's going to be quite the change. But what really draws me to Bruce Arians and what was shown in that that clip to to start it off was just the culture change that he's going to be able to bring here. Mm-hmm. Um, be able to, like you said, command a room. And these guys, the guys on the team right now are in for a rude awakening because practices are going to be way different, uh, very more demanding. And like he said, I mean, we're going to practice it until we get it right. And if we don't, then, you know, we're going to keep going. It ain't perfect. It ain't right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, so. and the fact that in there was Todd Bowles, too, saying he's a, he changes the culture. He's going to change the city before the cha- city changes him. That's right. Todd Bowles speaking. Yeah. That's another head coach that he just brought in. Mm-hmm. And I was – I. Tweeted out there saying that Todd Bowles is another head coach. That's mm-hmm. a defensive head coach, and you have offensive head coach Bruce Arians. And people are concerned with the Byron Leftwich. Oh, he's he's going to be offensive coordinator. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Bruce Arians is going to have a huge voice in that. He's yeah. probably going to let him know what's going to happen, and it's all going to be Bruce through Leftwich, mm-hmm. pretty much. So don't be that worried about him. It's not like Byron Leftwich is an idiot. Yeah. He was a quarterback in the NFL for a long time. So and he was a first round pick. I think top ten. Mm-hmm. So he's not an idiot. Right. Um, but the thing is, Bruce, gee, bucko Bruce, baby. I know it's <laughs> yeah. been all over. It, it goes well, man. Like, this is perfect yeah. fit. Like, you talk about a perfect fit. This is this is Bruce Arians. Like, this is where he needs to be. I mean, he's got the nickname already in bucko Bruce, like Mark said. I mean, it's just a good fit. He knows Jason Light. They're going to get along. They're going to be able to work together. He's known Winston since he was in ninth grade. There you go. I mean, he believes in Jameis Winston. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. He believes him. And, and we can, I think we can all say that Dirk just didn't believe in Jameis. Like Bruce is going to, you know, he's going to really push him to where he needs to be. Uh, but it, it's just awesome. It's very exciting. I think, I think we can both agree on that. We had, you know, concerns as far as, you know, similar offense to Cutter and then also the health, you know, health issues and all that. But you look at all the positives, though, they all outweigh, you know, his negatives by, by a ton. Just the way the culture, what he's going to bring, the staff that he's going to have in here, be able to develop players, you know. So it's uh, it's just it's amazing. Yeah, my, my a couple or a few biggest points on Bruce Arians over Cutter. Cutter, obviously, you can see he was losing the, the locker room. Guys are saying, oh, he's not real. JPP telling oh, that he's not real. Mm-hmm. So there's guys doing crap they shouldn't be doing. Bruce Arians going to have that. No. And, and the staff he put together is not going to allow that. Right. It's not just one guy on the top. It's everyone has to have the same demeanor as the, the head honcho, who's Bruce. Bruce got all these guys that he's known for years since Temple. This is the 90, 1990s for y'all that were born in the 2000s or whoever the hell y'all are. Well, 80s, actually. 
eighties. Even yeah. he was thirty years old as a Temple head coach. Think about that. Mm-hmm. He started young, youngest ever at that time. Right. He's gotten guys since then that he knows he trusts him. He knows how what type of leader and what type of motivator and just type of coach they are. And he has them because he knows that. Yeah. And a lot of them are part of that. But the thing is, to me, it's one. It's he's going to command the locker room. Better than Cutter did. I'm pretty sure you're not going to hear, oh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what's going to go on, and I, I think I should get fired. <laughs> pretty sure you're not going to hear that out of Bruce Arians. No. That's one. Uh, quarterback, he can relate most with him. He wrote a book called QB Whisperer. Let's let's get real. He, he knows what the hell to do. Um, what was I going to say? Shit. <laughs> now I, I was so con, just all into the damn locker room talk that yeah. messed the whole damn thing up. Um well, I think, you know, just his ability to – he's going to be bringing an aggressive scheme on both sides of the ball, which is exciting. Oh, yeah, no, yeah that's what I was going to say. So yeah. the cutter, we're saying that along the lines of cutter's offense, all downfield, you just heard he's going to listen to the quarterback. It's all going to be built around Jameis. I'll put this up later in the podcast. Mm-hmm. He's going to build this all around Jameis. We just saw just a month ago how Baker Mayfield did so much better with Kitchens because mm-hmm. he listened to him and saw what he does best. Right. So we're going to build around that and then eventually progress into deeper and better, bigger things. But you still, you got to start ground zero. What is the guy good at? Mm-hmm. Start with that and then we build off of that. Mm-hmm. So just knowing that knowledge of him saying, okay, if he can't do this, I'm not going to force him to do it. I'm not going to push my agenda like we said all year. Let's just push the ball deep. Yeah. Just keep throwing interceptions, Winston. It'll it'll work. Don't worry. No, he's not like that. And Carlson Palmer and in the, in the, all these things we're saying, he's different. Everyone's doing the copycat league. He just does it different. Mm-hmm. So Arians can – he's a QB whisperer for a reason. If there's a guy that can change Winston, it's this guy. Mm-hmm. It's a guy that can change a culture and an attitude in a locker room for a team, it's this guy. Yeah. And you saw Prime said it. Reggie Wayne said it. Mm-hmm. These are huge NFL players that still say Bruce Arians my guy. Yeah. He's that's, a hell of a coach. And that's what gets us so excited. It's like it's not just the local media, but it's national media around the league that knows how good Bruce Arians is as a coach. And you're getting the respect um, from everyone around around the NFL. And it just shows like, yes, the Bucks finally got one right. Like it just it feels that way. Like the vibe is different, like you tweeted out earlier. I mean, vibe around the fan base is just like you can feel it. Like this is different. It's different than the past four hires of you know the Raheem's, the Shianos, the Loveys, and and Dirk. It's just it's just got that. You just can't really say what it is, but you can feel it inside. It's like this is going to be it. This is going to be something good. Um, and I just I can't wait to see what happens as as we get you know, closer to the season. Yeah. Like I was saying, it's not just Bruce Arians. It's the whole staff. Yeah. That he has. I mean, getting Todd Bowles, like that is that's huge to me. That's huge. Humongous. I mean, he's a former head coach, but also he's known for defense. Like he is a top defense coordinator in this league and he will, it's going to be different. Like the scheme, I don't really get into the scheme. I think I go more into just his ability to be aggressive and he understands how to put pressure on quarterbacks and knows how to create turnovers. And loves the blitz. Yeah. And that, that gets me excited because that's what this league's about. You have to be able to create turnovers. Yeah. Force mistakes. Mm-hmm. Don't just sit back in zone or say 10 yards back. Right. He ain't known for this. Yeah. So I think that 10 yards back, which all us Bucks fans got pissed off at, 
You're not going to see that much more this year. This is going to benefit Carlton Davis. Right. This is going to benefit the aggressive players. Justin Evans was aggressive in college. Jordan Whitehead was aggressive in college. You saw the big hits out of both those guys. Mm-hmm. You haven't seen many big hits out of them in the NFL. Is it because right. of this defense that we're playing under Mike Smith? Maybe. Could be. Probably. Yeah. But let them play aggressive and let's see what happens. And even um, Arian said it. we got to help Winston not only through the offensive around him, but the defense. Yeah. And that's when he goes, Todd Bowles, my boy. <laughs> I brought my son over. Yeah. yeah. God, you got to love the way he talks, too. Oh, yeah, man. It's, it's just that confidence that he brings. And, you know, with every word, it has a purpose. It has a plan. And that's that is probably another biggest thing, like, just with his staff there's going to be a plan in place everywhere. And that's what I like. Like the game plan is going to be there. There's going to be a plan for each day and it's going to be just on the details. And I get really excited about that. Um, it's, it's great stuff. All right. And then let me play the, a couple clips of the, okay. So Bruce Arians didn't have his press conference today, but this is our version of his press conference. It's going to be tomorrow at two 30 mm-hmm. bucks fans, but this was his official, I guess, and first Press conference. Yeah, he's great. With Rich friend. Eisen. Yeah, he's great friends with yeah. Rich Eisen. So he went on his show today and said some great things. Yeah. So this is him talking about why he finally, finally, it's been one year, <laughs> why he decided to come out and come join the Buccaneers. Well, you know, I had a lot of respect for Dirk Cutter and the staff and what they did there. But Jason Light's a good friend. Um, it, it that intrigued me having a general manager I know and I trust and is really good. Um, and then, gosh, my whole staff became available assistant <laughs> coaches like you know what, what's going on here everything's just falling into place and i got more and more excited about it and uh to be able to put this what i think is one of the best staffs in the league together um really got me excited and can't wait to get started be jesus yeah yeah that's true like I, I was saying like the staff itself is what i'm so happy about mm-hmm. yeah bruce is a hell of a leader and head of a like the head of the whole damn team. Yeah. But to have everything underneath them follow the same morals, same beliefs that he has, and they've known it for years, Yeah, they can quickly install this new culture. Yeah. And it's not going to be like, oh, I don't know what this guy's talking about. Mm-hmm. It's not random new coaches. This is this is it. Mm-hmm. It's all guys he knows and is familiar with. And then this, those wondering what he thinks about Jameis, he also talked about Jameis, and it's good things. I mean, I've known him for a long time. Like I said, I... Uh, we all make mistakes. He's made his. I've made mine. And, uh, you know, I, I just I feel like I've, I've got a great feel for him. His excitement for the game, his, his willingness to work is unbelievable. He's in the office at 5 o'clock in the morning. And um, so, yeah, I have no qualms about that. So he's your guy moving forward, Jameis Winston, quarterback. Uh, there, there is no doubt, no doubt. So Everything what, is going to be built around him. So what do you think he can do? Bruce? I think he can win it all. I mean, he, he has the intelligence, the toughness, and the, obviously the arm uh, ability to, to lead a team. Now, we got to put the right pieces around him. Obviously, we've got to do some things defensively, but if anybody can do it defensively, Todd Bowles can do it. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. And that's where we got the confirmation that Todd Bowles is a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Yeah, for sure. But, the, I mean, the things he talked about Jameis, I mean, he's absolutely right. Like, I just love the confidence he has in Jameis already. He's like, yeah, this is what we have to do to build around him. And 
you know, that's going to take place. And I think he knows it starts, you know, it definitely starts up front. When he looks at the game tape, he's going to know offensive line. It will be a need. Uh, building a running game, I think, is going to be a priority. And like he said, you know, we got the guy to fix the defense, and that's Todd Bowles. But, I mean, just, just the overall confidence he showed in Jameis. He's a, he believes in him that he can win it all, and, and I think that's the case. I mean, he's got the skill set. It's just about putting those pieces around him. Yeah, he had a former first overall pick in Carlson Palmer. He had his best year under him, and it was years and years after people thought he was already washed up. Right. He had Cincinnati, then he went to Oakland for two years, looked like crap, and didn't he retire in that span too? Yeah, I believe so. Bruce brought him out and, of retirement. And Bruce brought him back and said, no, we got this. Yeah. We're going to get him. Mm-hmm. And the Raheem. <laughs> but no, and, and look at yeah. that. He had his best year yeah. under Bruce Arians. Yeah. We got to hope for the same thing, but. And one one quick thing on Palmer. Many people forget, like, the Bucks were actually trying to get Carson Palmer during that year when he was a free agent before he went to Arizona. So that would have been interesting. But obviously he made the right choice in going yeah. with Bruce Arians. Yeah. yeah. It didn't ruin his career. Mm-hmm. Well, and then this last little blip, this is him on Todd Bowles on that last Rich Eisen show? It was after, and, uh, you know, we we had talked to, um, you know, he's a, he's another one that's like a son to me, so was, I was more talking to him about his future. Um, you know, we all get fired. I've been fired so many times I can't count them all. And, uh, but then it led to this. And um, so he thought hard about it. I, I was doing my best sales job, and, uh, and, it's, and it's happened, so. We're really excited to be back together. So Todd Bowles is like a son to me. Mm. So my biggest thing, there was a story that came out in Pro Football Talk or all over Twitter saying, oh, the, the Bears are jumping in. Todd Bowles may not make it. Yeah. I was like, this is the biggest bullshit uh-huh. I've ever seen. Yeah, that's agent speak. How, how are you going to try and tell me that because of Matt Nagy's dad that coached Todd Bowles in high school, that that's going to lure him away from the guy, Bruce Arians, who brought him into the NFL, who coached him in college, who's like a son, a father figure. Bruce Aarons is a father figure to Todd Bowles. Mm-hmm. Who the hell do you think you're going to go to? Right. <laughs> yeah, you're going to go with you're going to go with Bruce. I mean, I, when I saw that story, I laughed. Yeah, yeah. I didn't need to hear someone say, "Oh no, it's on the fence." No, I knew. Yeah. Like that was just bullshit in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So I laughed at it yeah. when I saw that tweet out there. I'm like, "Yeah, dude. <laughs> go yeah, go ahead. Let's see who's going to win this match." <laughs> God, that was a hilarious little joke there. Yeah, but, yeah. yes, Bruce Arians is our Bruce, Bucko Bruce, is Tampa Bay Buccaneer head coach for the next four to five years. He's going to change the culture. I truly believe that. Just the way he can talk and change a room. This was one of our top three guys. Mm-hmm. We didn't. I, I honestly didn't think we can get him out, but because we could, hell yes. Mm-hmm. Todd Bowles, he's not going to change it. 4-3 to a 3-4. I think he's going to be multiple. He's going to actually have you do whatever you can do best. Mm-hmm. Okay? But you're going to do it aggressively and you're going to do it fast. Yeah. I mean, not many people know that Bulls, he he, uh, he adjusts based on opponent. So whoever he's playing, like he's going to put a scheme or plan together to to beat that or, you know, have the most success. And he's going to put these guys in a position to be successful. So, yeah, I'm not worried about the three, four, you know, four, three, all that mumbo jumbo. I don't think that's going to be, I don't think that's going to be a big deal. You know, again, most teams in, in today's league, you're playing in the nickel or dime defense most of the time. You know, rarely do you play base defense. So you're going to have, you know, anywhere from three to four rushers, five, whatever. And Bulls is going to bring probably six or seven at a time. I mean, he just, he's that kind of guy where 
he's going to make you get rid of it quick, and uh, it leads to good things for your defense. Like I said earlier, he wants to make you make a mistake. Yep. This is what the NFL is about. It's pushing the, the passer to force a mistake. Right. And then, or can you protect him? Mm-hmm. But if you're sending that much heat, it's you got to force it. You can't just sit back and let them have all day. Right. And that's what we've been doing. So it's it's going to be a total change, guys. And yeah, on offense, Bruce is going to want to hit the deep ball. That's what he's been known to do. Mm-hmm. No risk it, no biscuit. We've but said it many times. He knows the thing how to is, set things up. Yes. Yeah, he knows that, how to set up later. Can you in the believe game. it? A chess piece, a chess <laughs> yeah. board game. Can yeah. you believe it? Yeah. I mean, Maybe it's a good thing we got an older guy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's that's the big difference. Like he just knows how to set things up, and uh, it's going to be able to, you know, he's going to be able to create things, and it'll be much easier for you know Jameis to be successful in this offense. He'll make it easier for him. It's going to be good. Yeah, I I agree. I'm excited. Yep. Yep. You're excited. <laughs> Every everyone in the fan base is excited, and those who aren't excited, the majority are trying to convince them that they should be excited. So this is all good things, and I took pick like even. Driving on the veterans, I saw Bruce Arians. Driving on Del Mabry, I saw Bruce Arians. Mm-hmm. And just even talking with patients at work, everyone's hyped up. They're like, oh, tell me about it. What's going on? Are we going to get trouble? I'm like, no, it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Just like people are happy and excited and know there's a guy that's proven. Mm-hmm. We actually got a guy that's proven. So with that, let's jump into the questions. It's, okay. it's all for you, the fans. So all right. let's, do, yeah. let's do the first ones, the okay. ones from the morning. All right, I have the morning ones, so... Uh, let's start with uh, Coach Bubba. Who has who has final say in personnel decisions? I would ultimately say it's Jason Light. And Bruce Aarons is just going to tell him, okay, guys, I really would like this man. Mm-hmm. But if you can't do it, I, I can get it. Because literally he just said in, the, in that little thing, Jason Light's a guy I trust and he knows he's good at what he does. Yeah, He's going to trust him. Jason, Jason Light's good at what he does. Bruce is good at what he does. So he knows whoever I get. I'm going to coach him up, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to win the game. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need anyone. Right. He doesn't give a crap about that. He just wants to win a game. Mm-hmm. And he can do what he wants with any player. And that's, that's the supreme confidence I like in Bruce Arians. Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, I think Jason Light will definitely have control over, you know, personnel. And I think, like you said, I think the biggest difference with Arians is he's going to make sure that Jason Light is getting the right guys for him. I think the the – connection between them and then also the staff and the scouting staff are going to be on the same page as far as what players to look for and you know who to bring in exactly but i i think it doesn't matter like you said i think bruce is going to be able to coach up these guys and he's going to put a game plan together regardless of who he has he's going to be able to be having success i think that's that's huge but i think light will have the final say um but they're going to be collaborative on it as far as who they go with agreed um Next question from Anthony. He says, should the Bucks trade for a running back like David Johnson or Leonard Fournette? Maybe Le'Veon Bell. He says, look for the Bucks to pick up free agents from Cards and Jets. Jets? Maybe. Yeah. Um, my, my thing into that about the running backs, I can maybe see a trade mm-hmm. if it's good value for us. Right. I mean, you still have Peyton Barber, who's, like I've been saying, like the Mark Ingram of our team. We just need... The Kamara. Mm. Ronald Jones, yeah, maybe he has a great offseason, learns how to catch, and he turns into something. But we haven't honestly seen that. Bruce Arians, hasn't, he's not going to see that in game tape. Right. Well, he probably will get the opportunity to, to show he can. Obviously, you're not going to cut a second-round pick no. first day without even seeing what the hell he can do. Mm-hmm. 
So I guarantee you, though, he will bring competition because, like you were, you were talking to me about it. Mm-hmm. He's always had a good running back, or he's an athletic catching, receiving running back. Yeah, David Johnson's a hell of a running back. Do I think we're going to trade for him? I'd be a hell of a trade. <laughs> I don't think we will. I don't think the Cardinals will do that, especially with a new coach. He's not going to want to get rid of one of his best players. Yeah, that's probably going to be his best player. And is Larry going to come back next year? Not sure on that. Even if that. So yeah. David Johnson is your best player. You're not going to trade your best player. Right. Le'Veon Bell, I do not see. Mm-hmm. I can't too stand much how – yeah, too, too much, much money, yeah. first of all. And then another headache, we are just talking about Brent Grimes. Yeah, attitude. And the people that are real. You want a guy that's going to sit out because he's not going to get enough money? Yeah, that's right. And this is a running back that's going to want at least, what, 10, 20 – no, 10, 15 million dollars mm-hmm. in that range Yeah, a year? No, you can't do that, especially with a shelf life of running backs – don't do that. No, it's stupid. You can get a Kareem Hunt. I mean, speaking of Kareem Hunt, I, I guarantee Bruce Arians would take a chance on a guy like Kareem Hunt. He's a guy that cares more about second chances if the guy is true, if the guy is real, like JPP says. So I can see him looking into that, even if he gets suspended for a while. Mm. He'll take a flyer. I know people hate it, yeah. but this is the type of guy he is. Like mm. He got kicked out of high school. He got a second chance, and look where he's at. He did it with Teron Matthew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know people have been asking about that. It could be possible. He's a free agent, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You, he got Todd Bowles. Could he get the other guy? Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is – to gets your mind tingling, right? Yeah. But, I mean, no, I, I don't think we should get Le'Veon Bell. I, I doubt the Cardinals would, would trade David Johnson. Right. Leonard Fournette is a possibility, but I don't know if – he's just another Peyton Barber but better. Mm. So he can't catch the ball really well. So he's not multiple. So I, I don't know if that's there. I like the the talking about it, but really would it happen? I don't think so. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I don't see any of those guys being options. I think, you know, they're really looking free agency like a guy maybe like Spencer Ware from Kansas City uh, would maybe be an option. He's a guy that can catch. He can run. Uh, do it all um, if you wanted to go big time and if he becomes available I don't think he will but like a Tubman Coleman um, you know that would be a great option but personally I feel they'll go in the draft I, I think the draft is a great resource for running backs especially if you want someone on the cheap and a guy that can definitely do all those things and catch the ball be a, a speed threat um, but I, I like who we have but it depends on who Bruce Arians you know he sees how he sees this team as far as running backs you know does he like Peyton Barber does he like Ronald Jones um, you know, those are questions that are going to take time to be answered, but I would expect them to add a running back, either free agency or the draft, but I just don't feel it's going to be, um, those guys mentioned. And uh, the draft is coming up. We cover the draft very well here at oh, Roblox yeah. Sock. Yep. You're going to see a lot of Twitter feed just polls what you want us to do. Um, we already looked at a lot of running backs. Montgomery out of Ohio, um, Ohio, <laughs> Iowa State, Iowa State, Devin yeah. Singletary, Devin yeah. Singletary out of uh, yeah. FAU. Mm-hmm. Those two, they can do it all. Yeah, and those are options. But we'll go more into that draft season. Mm-hmm. This is Bruce Arians. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, next question. This is about Todd Bowles. Uh, from Notorious One Zero Nine Seven, he asks, "With Bowles coming in, you know, what do you expect as far as changes?" I think we touched that on on that earlier, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, Todd Bowles, what do you think he's going to bring? Way more aggressive. Yeah. A lot more blitzes. Like I said earlier, not staying 10 yards back. Carlton Davis is really going to benefit from this. Like, he he developed – he didn't develop – well, he did. Patrick Peterson. Mm-hmm. So, aggressive, big cornerbacks. 
you want that. Carlton Davis is that. Yeah. Who's going to be next to him? It's definitely not Brent Grimes. I can tell you that. <laughs> no. Um, Michael Stewart, or not Michael, so uh, MJ Stewart. Yeah. He can maybe benefit from this. Mm-hmm. Being he's an ultra aggressive guy, he was told to be in zones where he's not really familiar with. They were going to put him at safety. Right. He's just an aggressive player. Let him play aggressive. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to truly benefit from this. Like everyone fell out of love of MJ Stewart because. Oh, he's not fast enough to cover these guys. Well, guess what? If you rush the passer and eliminate how much time this guy has to throw, mm-hmm. jumping routes and being aggressive works. Yeah. So guys like that, like uh, who's the Broncos cornerback? The Roby, mm-hmm. Quincy yeah. Roby. Like yeah, Bradley guys Roby. Like Bradley Roby. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but guys like that, they're just quick reactionary guys that are aggressive. Right. That, that MG Stewart can be that. Will it benefit? Yeah, it's going to benefit him. I think those two guys will benefit the most. Maybe Jason Light knew what he was doing. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree with that. I think more aggressive uh, scheme is definitely on the way, and it's going to help guys. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's a great addition. And it, it doesn't mean we're going to go to 3-4. No. Yes, Vita Vea does fit that. doesn't mean Jerome McCoy will be traded, even though I think let let him go mm-hmm. and be in a 3-4 or 4-3 that he wants to be in. And it, he sounds already down. Yeah. Maybe he can change his tune, but the fact that a guy can be almost he, he's he's mirroring what the coach was, mm-hmm. hot and cold. Oh, you, you better follow us. Oh, I I don't know if I'm going to be back. Like, come on, you're under contract. Yeah. What do you mean you're not going to? You don't know. <laughs> this it's sad that that that's what it's coming to. Yeah. Maybe Bruce Arians can beat him, kick him in the butt, and say, "Be a man." Yeah. Yeah, Jeremy McCoy is, is just... I'm not saying he's not a man. I'm not, <laughs> I am not. I shouldn't attack him that way. It's just you shouldn't say things like that when you're the face of the franchise. It's just that loser loser yeah. mindset and the you know, loser mentality. And, and uh, you know, he's just already defeated, it looks like. And I, I think, you know, we'll see what happens. They got a big decision with him, you know, contract-wise. You know, cap yeah. space is going to be important. Um, personally... I'm good with it either way if he stays or not. Um, I don't. I don't have an issue with it. Yeah, he has a talent and quick get off. He's mm-hmm. he, he has a talent. He's good at what he does in certain motions, but he can't do everything. Right. That's the thing. Yeah. So will Todd Bowles find a way to get him to use his talents in a proper way? Most likely. Mm-hmm. Will that rejuvenate him? Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, we'll see. Yeah. That's a big cap. Yep. Uh, next question from D. Mosh. Uh, is it crazy to think with a couple personnel tweaks that B.A. and Goodwin can immediately turn the O-line around? So it's not just well, – it's going to be more what, zone scheme, I'm assuming? I'm not, not sure on that yet. I think it's going to be a combination of both. Um, when I watched Arians in his days with Arizona, it was, it was more zone actually. So I'm assuming zone. Um, they did a lot of uh, zone runs, getting the running backs on the outside and – and trying to get yards that way. Yeah, so a couple tweaks, but no, we just need an influx of, of personnel, of talent. Yeah. Okay, in that offensive line position in the trenches. Mm. I know Jason Light knows this. Us fans already have bashed enough of Caleb Beninock. Yeah. <laughs> almost to the point where we feel bad how bad we're bashing him, but he's doing a bad job, so it, we it's deserved, it, yeah. right? But the thing is, talent is going to come in, no doubt. Well, Goodwin and this new guy, Sean Kruger. Yeah. Krugler. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah, he's good. I'm going to talk about him later because that's one of the questions. This guy, everywhere he goes, he's got a successful off- offensive line and rushing attack. So, good news. Yeah. Good news is ahead. And it, will it be minor tweaks? Probably. 
technique, scheme, mm-hmm. telling him what to do, yeah, can change a guy. Especially if you tweak, like, Donovan Smith inside. Do we keep him? I don't know. Yeah. But Marpet's already good. Jensen I like a lot. Mm-hmm. What's the rest of the three? Do we bring back Dotson? Does Dotson stay? We'll see. But mm-hmm. these are all fun things we get to see throughout the offseason. Yeah. And question, next question from Josh Vinsel. I would like to know how much of a role will Bruce Arians play in selecting our 2019 draft class? Well, we kind of mentioned that earlier. That was, you know, pretty much about final personnel say. I think it'll be, you know, Bruce Arians will have his influence, but I think Jason Light will still have the final say in that. Um, but, you know, it's going to be a collaboration. I think they're all going to be on the same page. I think him and his scouts and his coaching staff all going to work together and make sure they're getting the best guys um, in this upcoming draft. I agree. I, I mean... Yeah, it was answered earlier, but yeah, I agree with you. Yep, yep. All right, and then go to, we had more questions. Got those pulled up? Oh, I got those already. Oh, so okay. my turn, my turn. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so from the main man, at Chef Aaron 26 do you think B.A. keeps, B.A. is Bruce Arians, keeps Donovan Smith with all his lazy antics? That's the big question for uh, Jason Light right now. I mean, he's going to have tough decisions to make, and, and keeping Donovan Smith or not is going to be one of the big decisions um, this offseason because, frankly, I think Donovan Smith is a good player. I think he's got the ability. He's shown at times he can be locked down, left tackle, and be good. He's a he's a much better run blocker than he is pass protector, that's for sure. I mean, he loves run blocking, and I think – you know, that was the problem with the coaching staff of the past and him and just the disconnect. You have all these big guys up front and you're not running the football consistently like we should have. Um, but, yeah, I I don't know. Personally, I feel we move on from him and let him go and, and try to go somewhere else. Yeah, especially if it's a franchise tag, the only way to keep him. That's, right. a, that's a huge That's what I feel tag. like. It's either one-year deal or you let him go. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm more of the mind of moving him inside, but mm-hmm. – We'll see, because especially with this draft class, the offensive line is not the strongest category in this draft. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, do we keep him? That's Jason Light. B.A., I think he'll look at it, but Jason Light, like we said, has the last call on all these mm-hmm. on all these guys. Yep. Um, this is from the Play Reaction. Great on YouTube. I'm telling y'all, if y'all haven't checked out the Play Reaction, he's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd love any thoughts you guys have on lesser known assistant coaches coming in. So like other than Arians and Bowles, also do either of you have insight on Byron Leftwich as an offensive coordinator? Did y'all pay attention to how he did last year? Mm, Yeah. I mean, that's, I'll, I'll speak on Leftwich. I think, you know, Leftwich, I think is a good, uh, solid young mind, only 38 years old. I think he's going to be, um, I think he's going to be a guy in the future that's going to make some noise as far as coaching goes. Uh, I really liked what he did with Arizona last year. I mean, he was in a tough situation as far as taking over the offensive coordinator, um, you know, right away. And, like, playing with a rookie, you know, coaching a rookie quarterback and having some deficiencies on offense. You really didn't have the talent that, say, the Bucks have, obviously. Um, I just – but I liked how he handled it. He made it more simple for them. Uh, did a decent job. I mean, they improved. Um, didn't improve enough, but, I mean, he did good things there. 
I mean, if you think about it, he's been coaching since 2017, I believe. Mm-hmm. So he's been barely coaching, and he was a, he's a QB coach. Right. And then in a year, now he's an offensive coordinator. He mm-hmm. got thrown into the to the ring. But the thing is, this is another guy that's been with Bruce Arians for a while. Yeah. Well, not for a while, but he and, was with and, Bruce Arians in 2010 to 2012. Right. When he was with the Steelers behind Ben Roethlisberger. So he knows his offense. Yeah. And Bruce Arians, like, speaks very highly of, of mm-hmm. Leftwich. Um, and it's funny – when, because uh, uh, what's his name, Kitchens, uh, Freddie Kitchens was on the staff, and he was the quarterbacks coach, and they felt so highly of Leftwich that they moved Kitchens to running back coach while he was he was the offense coordinator, obviously, but they moved him to running back coach as well to hire Byron Leftwich as the QB coach. So that just shows you like how high of a confidence he has in him. Um, he's going to be calling the plays. And uh, I, I feel pretty good about it. Again, Bruce is still going to have his influence, um, you know, with him and making sure they're uh, doing, you know, making the right calls. Yeah, and then player reaction was actually about other assistants that we've looked into. They've been hiring so damn fast, it's hard to keep up with. Yeah. But to be honest, like I was saying earlier, just to answer the question, a lot of these guys have been with Arians the whole time. Goodwin, everyone knows, mm-hmm. they should know Goodwin. He's been with him the whole whole long time he's a good leader leader of men has always been like his assistant head coach he's assistant head coach yeah this year with us now yeah he's what run game coordinator and yeah run game coordinator i think that's it yep yeah and he's now assist, yeah. offensive line coach so we're going on clyde christensen every buccaneer knows who clyde christensen yeah. is like he's he's been with dungy he's mm-hmm. he was with arians at temple a lot of these guys have been with Arians since his temple days in the 80s Think about that. Those are relationships that have been built years and years, and trust has been built. Mm-hmm. Um, left which Mike talked about, Kevin Ross is our, I believe, cornerbacks coach. I think, yeah, I think they're going to have him as cornerbacks coach, and then right. they're going to have Nick Rapone as uh, yeah. the secondary coach. Yeah. So both those guys, both Kevin Ross was a cornerback at Temple. Arians brought him back in. Very, so, good. Very good player at Kansas City. Right, so the connection there again, Nick Rapone. Another one coached with Arians in Temple from 83 to 88. Like, this is just long, long developing relationships. And Nick Rapone, so looking into the draft again, he was a DB's coach or cornerback's coach at Delaware this year. Mm-hmm. There's a big prospect coming in, uh, Nasir Adderley, mm-hmm. I think his name is. Yeah, yeah. Really good. So he's going to have info on him. Yeah, first rounder. <laughs> this, no, he won't be a first rounder. Yep. I guarantee it won't yeah. be. All right. But this is things that can happen. Like, no. Delaware won't get a first round safety. Come on, but this is stuff we're intel mm-hmm. and just guys have been with. Yeah. Um, but the big name I want to talk about a lot, Sean Krugler. I was mentioning earlier. The first of all, this is a big time hire, right? I, I the more I looked, I I didn't know the name, so I wanted to look into him. He's only fifty two years old. He's been coaching for twenty nine years. So he was twenty three when he started. Mm. Nineteen of those years have been with offensive linemen. Just training offensive linemen nonstop. He is a USF grad. Those who've gone to USF, go Bulls. <laughs> yeah. yep. We both went to USF. Mm-hmm. Um, he coached at two local Tampa high schools, Tampa Tech and Gaither. Right. So those, y'all better know who that is if you're a Tampa native. Mm-hmm. He was with the Steelers, again, with Arians in 2010 to 2012. And he was doing what? O-line. Mm-hmm. So Arians knows what he's capable of. But my biggest thing is he was with, what was the Boise State guy? Oh, Chris Peterson. Chris Peterson. Mm-hmm. Boise State, when they beat Oklahoma in the Fiesta Bowl with the Statue of Liberty play. Yeah. 
their offensive line was amazing. Who's a guy he developed? Ryan Clady, first-round pick, left tackle. Yeah. And then he was with the Bills second time in the NFL. He Who was his left tackle? Jason Peters. Mm-hmm. Jesus yeah. Christ. And you know what that does? You know what that tells me? Jonah Williams is going to be highly, <laughs> highly considered. Like, because just of the left tackles that he's worked with, I mean, he's going to want a top-tier left tackle. Right, and yeah. and all and three years and he that, was with the Bills, and that 1,000 answer, yards. Yeah, and that answers the question about Donovan Smith. Like, this guy will be able to look at Donovan Smith and be like, yeah. okay, either we it. either we keep him or, you know, it's time to move on. Sean, what you think? Oh, yeah. and guys, <laughs> yeah. look up Sean Krugler. <laughs> he looks like the guy you want in a bar fight. Mm-hmm. I want I choose you. Yeah. He looks like one of those hard ass guys that's like, don't mess with me. Mm-hmm. And that's what I you want your offensive line coach to look like that. Yeah. And then lastly, um Yeah, three years and then last year he had Philip Lindsay, he got him a thousand yards. He he was a damn rookie of the year candidate. Mm-hmm. And it's not just because Philip Lindsay is that good. You're blocking for that. Right. So yeah. A hell of a hire. I didn't know this guy beforehand, but mm-hmm. he has one hell of a track record. So yeah. that's one guy I looked really in-depth into because he's a Tampa guy. or He was born in New York, but all those Tampa relations or connections, mm-hmm. damn. Yeah. But we'll look more into other coaches. It's just there's so many coming out so fast that it's hard to look into all of them yeah. and research them and talk to you guys about it. But we will go more in-depth in later. Yeah. Yeah, great stuff. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just the way he's putting his staff together uh, is pretty awesome. Uh, this is gonna be this is gonna be fun. Just having coaches that know how to work together. They've been working together. It, it's gonna be fun times. And then it's Tommy Travis. This guy's been all over it. Because <laughs> I don't know how I feel about Leftwich. Plain and simple. I'm excited to see what he brings because BA has faith in him. Obviously, so that's a plus. But still nervous. What are we talking? I mean, mm-hmm. I I agree. With some fans, yeah, it's it's this guy's barely been coaching, so it's strightfully to be nervous. But it's not like he's an idiot. He's played the NFL, like I said earlier. Mm-hmm. He knows BA system. Obviously, like you said, yeah, they moved Kitchens over to Rambass coach just to bring in yeah uh, Leftwich. So yeah, that's yeah. high regard. Right I there. don't know if many people heard uh, today, but Michael Clayton was on the radio and he talked. Uh, that's a former Bucks receiver. He talked highly of uh, Byron Leftwich because they played together in 2009 when Leftwich was here as a quarterback, and he basically said Leftwich was an offensive coordinator on the field. Like he was, <laughs> he was that kind of. He was a coach on the field, pretty much. Um, he knew how to adjust. Like he knew how to make adjustments. He knew how um, to find the the answers, and that's that's what's exciting. There's a say. Oh, he didn't. He was in a Pro Bowl, or he's well. Yeah. He had a slow release, long. Yeah, big ass. But he has success in the league, yeah. You know, and that and that that's good. I mean, and it's like a lot of these guys. Like we talked about it with Eric Bieniemy. You know, not a star career, but he became a great coach, and that's what Leftwich is doing right now. Chris Richard, Mm -hmm. Dan Campbell. These guys are getting head coaching jobs because they know what they're doing. Even Bruce Arians. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. He was a quarterback and didn't make it. Right. Majority of these guys are either nerds that couldn't make it, but they were just really smart and they knew what the hell they were doing, or players that really knew what to do. But their body couldn't take him to that. They didn't have Prime's athletic ability. They didn't right. have Mike Vick's ability. Yeah. But their minds had it. Mm-hmm. But and they want to teach it to others, and that's the big thing. They can teach it to others. Yeah. Bruce Arians has that, and the majority of the people on his staff have the same damn thing. Mm-hmm. All right, let's keep going because we got a lot of questions. I love that there's so many damn questions, oh, yeah. guys. It's awesome. I hope it stays like this all year because <laughs> <laughs> it's it's fun to answer all these things and looking these things up and. 
learning together. Mm-hmm. All right, so Tommy Travis again. He's at East Eastus Tom eighty eight. Okay, I just added you. Why did we not keep Buckner? Uh, that's a good question. I think it's just uh, you know Todd Bowles going with a guy that he's very familiar with, and that's Casey Rogers. Um, you know, Casey's done a great job with the Jets. I mean, he's had he has a bigger track record. Uh, let's be honest. I mean, just overall defense. He's been a defensive line coach for most of his his coaching career. Uh, was a D coordinator with the Jets. Had a good first year in 2015. But he's he's been able to develop guys. I mean, he helped. Uh, when he was with Miami, they produced sack numbers. I mean, they're in the top of the league as far as defense. Um, Cowboys, same thing. Like, he knows how to get the best out of guys. Um, he helped develop Leonard Williams, who's with the Jets now. So I think it's just a comfort, you know, it's a familiarity uh, kind of thing. They made Cameron Wake, Paul Solei was a pro bowler when he was there. Yeah. Randy Starks was a pro bowler when he was there. Like, these are guys he helped develop. I mean, pretty much it's like you said. More experience. Yeah. That's a guy he can trust. Like, yeah. I mean, Buckner, when he was here, I guarantee all the players loved him. I, I remember a guy saying that they expected him to be the defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guarantee – with the staff they're putting together, they're going to trust B.A. They have to. Mm-hmm. Just because they got rid of Buckner does not mean, oh, let's, let's doubt him now. Right. No. This, there's going to be guys on the staff that know what the hell they're doing, mm-hmm. and they're going to guide us the right way. Yep. All right. So, Tim Brown, Oakland Raiders. No. Tim Brown at nine underscore squared. Mm-hmm. What uniform number will Honey Badger have this year? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> um, I think he'll definitely be a target if he's available in free agency. I do know he wants to re-sign with Houston, uh, but obviously it's a perfect match. Um, I'm sure he would want to play with Bruce Arians. I mean, Bruce Arians and him are like, like tight, son. like closest of friends. Yeah, like he's a, he's a son. So, and not to mention Todd Bowles, defensive coordinator now. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, so there's a lot of connections, um, and he's probably worked with the, the secondary coaches that we're bringing in, so he's familiar with this whole staff. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if he wants to come to Tampa and, you know, change change gears, I, I could t- definitely see it. It'll probably help in contract negotiations. He'll probably give us a little discount. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a possibility if he's, if he's available. Yeah, and Tim Brown. Went off of that, and he said, pretty much, what do you think will be the impact of Arians and Bulls and the potential free agents this spring? So it's pretty much based off his choking thing of what mm-hmm. number is Honey Badger going to have. I mean, on that, I'll say, jumping off what you said about Honey Badger, I think, yeah, he, I guarantee he'll look at us. Mm-hmm. Based on the money we have and things we do with, the, yeah, Diamond Smith, hopefully, hopefully we get rid of Deshaun Jackson. Mm-hmm. Brent Grimes is gone. Right. There will be money, but it's just, you got to also look into the future, because Honey Badger is a good player, really good player. He's going to demand a lot of money. Yeah. It matters what, how much discount he gives. Plus, mm-hmm. we have Jordan Whitehead who's emerging. Justin Evans, who he got hurt this year, but he's a good player too. So mm-hmm. they play a lot of aggressive three safety, like the in-the-box safety and right. out um, spy deep safety. So, mm-hmm. I mean, three safeties wouldn't hurt. Right. right, right, yeah, for sure. No, I, I agree with that. I think he's gonna. They're gonna have impacts uh, for sure. I mean, he'll he'll be definitely looking at guys that he knows around the league that do come available. You look at like a Dion Buchanan could be a possibility. Ooh. You look at like a Marcus Golden maybe, um, who's kind of been up and down uh, lately in his career. Maybe they can revive him. So there'll be options. I mean, I think the you know they're gonna obviously have connections, but I think they'll look around. 
all 31 other teams and see, you know, who's the best fits. I don't think it has to be like a Lovey Smith situation where he just brings in his own guys. I think mm, they'll bring in the yeah. best players. Yeah. Yep. I mean, and like we've been saying, this team has a lot of talent. Yeah. It just needs to be coached correctly and used right. Yeah. And how this whole coaching staff thinks, they, they find out what their players do best and they fit them into that scheme. Mm-hmm. Not scheme, but like what they do best and let them play at that level. Yeah, and I don't really see a big roster turnover coming. Uh, I think, you know, there will be some moves. I think, obviously, you're going to get rid of some dead weight that's going to be gone, you know. Um, But but I I don't think there's going to be a huge roster turnover. I think we're just going to add to what our main core is. I think a lot of guys know who who our core is at this time, and I think we're just going to continue to add pieces to that. I agree. Completely agree. Um, Victor Johnson at VJ507. Says, do you think it will be a total purge? Oh, there it is. <laughs> I just purge answered. on the defense. <laughs> sure seems that way if you heard Arians today. Do you see the Bucks going after Landon Collins, Jalen Ramsey, and Josh Allen in the draft? Let me answer that real quick. Yeah, sure. So, jumping off what you were saying, it's not going to be a total purge. I don't think so. Because, again, it's a difference in coaching. They're going to do their own analysis by looking at the tape, seeing, okay, well, this guy does this very well. There's no point in just throwing him away because he wasn't used correctly. It's, it's common knowledge. You don't just throw away something that's good just because they do one thing bad. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't see a total purge. There is a lot of good, bright spots. Yeah. And then there was a lot of youth mm-hmm. on that defense, too. Yeah. He, he said well, nothing along the lines of, I'm going to get rid of everyone. He just said he needs a defense to do better. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that the defense was trash. Right. You, you found guys that were good. JPP did amazing. Um, Carl Nassib, wow. Vita mm-hmm. wow. You had Levante David when he came back from his injury, playing out of his mind. Carlton Davis, his side was quiet. Mm-hmm. Jordan Whitehead, how many tackles did he get? I think it was second in the team in tackles. Second in the team, yep. Like, there's bright spots. It's just getting them to work together. Like, defense is literally know your position, know where you're supposed to be, and play fast. Yeah. If you're not in the, in the position you need to be, it's going to be a, a huge play. Yep. So it's just getting them to work together, and top holes can fix that, and that's why – Bruce Arians so happy. B.A. Let's get yeah. it. Yeah. I think. And, and then. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. Landon Collins. Do I think we're going to go after him? Like the other guy, Tim Brown was saying, I would honestly think we'd go after Teron Matthew before mm-hmm. we go after Collins because Collins is going to have a, a humongous cap number, even if he hits free agency. And I'm not going to be for that. Jalen Ramsey, if it's for a trade. He's not free agent this year, is he? No. 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 Got if he's for a trade, there. possibly. Because uh, he just be. But that's another one that's. Drama, yeah. Maybe Winston could calm him down. True. Maybe, and Josh Allen. I guarantee you, they're looking at Josh Allen or yeah. in the in the draft. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. No, if they, I, they aren't. They're dumb. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree with what you said. I don't think there's going to be big roster turnover like we mentioned. I think the biggest decision on defense is obviously what do you do with Quan Alexander? Do you bring him back, or you know, are you moving on? So, you know, that will be the big you know key piece as far as what they're going to be looking at. Um, I think he'll be back. I think he's just too much of a, you know, he's that leader that we need on defense, the fiery guy. Um, and obviously, and you know, Todd Bowles is going to want to work with him, I think. And because of that injury, I guarantee it's going to be a little bit lower of a contract. For sure, yeah. All right, uh, and then this is a good, good question here. This is Chef with a money sign. <laughs> at Cook Life, at Cook Like underscore a chef, a chef. Nice. Who would we rather have, Greedy Williams or Byron Murphy, and why? Woo. 
Doggy. That's a really good question. <laughs> this is for later in the year. Yeah. But based on my first views of this, both have things that are really, really good at. Greedy Williams is extremely lanky, extremely good technically. Supposedly, he's not the the most aggressive, but he played man a majority of the time at LSU. Yeah. That's hard to do. Mm-hmm. And this is what this defense is mainly going to do. Yeah. That's one reason why I think Greedy Williams is above Byron Murphy. And if you look at Greedy, I think he just got a little bit bored yeah. at times. He, yeah. got, he got bored. Yeah, he, his yeah. freshman year, he think he had six interceptions or more. Mm-hmm. So he, he, he was like, okay, I'm damn good. I need to go to the draft. Yeah. Hopefully it's not like clowny, but mm-hmm. he just knew he, he's good at his craft. Yeah. Byron Murphy is one hell of a damn athlete. Yeah. Someone compared him to a younger Brent Grimes. Do not think Brent Grimes is his attitude. Think Brent Grimes is athleticism. Yeah. This dude can be running one way but jump the other way. He's insane. You're going to see a lot of clips of him from us. He's just a freak. Yeah, yeah his, He's a freak. He CO, can jump. He can run. COD is on, on point. That's change, change of direction. Change of direction is it's crazy. It's Yeah, so do you go wrong with either or? I highly doubt it because they're both really, really top-notch athletes, great at what they do. Mm-hmm. But the thing to me, Byron Murphy was a lot more in zone. Always looking at the quarterback, just always playing back, doing that. I'm staying at the line, then I'm going to fall back a lot. But his reaction time so amazing that I think if anyone coached him, he could do whatever the hell he wants. Mm-hmm. Do you do that or do you go based off on length yeah. and just being able to play man as much as he did at LSU? It's, that's a good, good question. Yeah, Both are really, really, really good players. Mm-hmm. Um, so, And we'll talk more about that. that uh, to me, that's a great question. Tommy Travis again. Here we go, buddy. Does Ramsey fit Bowles' defense scheme if we were to pursue him? Uh, yeah, that's an easy answer. I think he – I mean, Ramsey fits any scheme. He can play whatever he wants because he's that damn good. Uh, he can play man, zone, whatever you want. Um, he can probably play safety too. So, um, yeah, Ramsey's an, an easy uh, plug-and-play player. Yeah, he does everything well. He's a dominant Brom Bull, alpha male. Mm-hmm. He can – he he just shuts people down. Yeah, this year people more attacked him, but still he did well. Yeah. Would he be awesome next to Carlton Davis? Hell yeah. For sure. <laughs> but the amount of money he's gonna demand and then right. again, like would he be a headache? I I don't know. Maybe with Winston he can calm yeah. him down because that's the type of two guys they are. Plus the staff. They'll keep yeah, him the under staff control. too. Yeah. But I do do I want him? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Do I think easy. we'll go after him? I don't know. It depends. We'll see. I wish I had more inside <laughs> head. <laughs> hey, maybe it's something we discuss when we get into uh, draft scenarios because That's true. it's a potential yeah. trade, trade down. Up, trade down, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Chef again. Damn, don't be another good question. It is. <laughs> chef at cooklike underscore a chef. Who will play that Jamal Adams role in the new Bulls defense? Oh man, that's that's a good question. Chef, I have to, you good? I have you to, good, man? <laughs> Keep asking questions. Yeah, I have to do more film study on uh, on the Jets' defense to really you know see how that would play. But you know, I I, I would assume you know Jamal he was playing more up in the box. They used mm-hmm. him aggressively. So you know, if we do get a Tyron Matthew, I think that would be the guy. Or if we stay with current roster, I think Jordan Whitehead can easily do that. I think he can be a guy that can come up and play you know close to the line of scrimmage or even a justin evans for that matter so i think we have the guys on on roster to do that i i i so damn get out of my head <laughs> no i agree like jordan whitehead 
don't look at him based off his stature. Same way you don't look at Teron Matthew based off stature. These guys are aggressive players. They play all out. They just go. They react. They go. Mm-hmm. And they're not dumb. I mean, Whitehead played good in his rookie season. Always hurt, too. He was always hurt, and he's still out there. Mm-hmm. And this is off of a defensive scheme that was set up to fail. Imagine with him playing aggressive and Todd Bowles is saying, you get to that spot and you know where to be. Don't worry about it. Once you're there, everyone behind you is going to be where they need to be. So it's a defense under control. Like they call it a controlled chaos, mm-hmm. like the Rex Ryan. That's how most people compare Todd Bowles. Uh, yeah, Todd Bowles too. Rex Ryan, controlled chaos. Imagine that on the Bucks defense, mm-hmm. with what we already have on offense used correctly. Hmm. Yeah, that's good stuff, right? Um, and let's get to the last question here uh, by Benjamin. Uh, now we have Bruce in. Uh, he likes to get running backs out of, out from the backfield. Do you see us prioritizing a running back in free agency or the draft? Um, yeah, I mean, we, we kind of touched on this uh, earlier. Um, I personally think, you know, it could be either or. I think there's some good options in free agency. I think there's some good options in the draft. Um, but, yeah, definitely I think he's going to get a guy that can do it all, whether that be running or catching or, you know, just being that three-down type of back that he's he's going to be looking for. No, I agree. I mean, we we owe, every year we look into guys that can catch the ball because that's what the NFL is now. Like, mm-hmm. you can't just have a running back that only runs. It's no team has just that. Yeah. You have to be multiple. Yeah, like there's so many shotgun formations. You can't just be if you're back there into shotgun. You have to be able to catch the ball. Mm-hmm. That's what the NFL is turning into. So if you're the Peyton Barbers and Mark Ingram's of the world, it's because you're sharing a ball. There's no one that's just the Jim Brown or just pounded in there, Mark Campbell. It's it's hard to be that anymore. Right. And you got to be the Camaros. You got to be the Saquon Barkleys and McCaffreys. And damn it, a majority of those guys are in our division, <laughs> and we need one of those. Like yeah. like like I'm saying, these guys. Is it? It's David Montgomery, right? Yeah, yeah. David Montgomery, Iowa State. Check him out. He's a guy we really like in Real Buck Sock. Devin Singletary, another one. And Devin Singletary can get really late. I'm just telling you that right now. Mm-hmm. And these are guys that Jason might easily be looking at, and every other team in the NFL will be looking at. But it's just, what does Arians want most to help out Winston? Does he need a pass-catching guy? Yeah. Will Rojo have an opportunity? Like I said earlier, probably. You don't just cut a second-round pick that quick after right. one year. I mean, yeah, if it's a kicker, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he didn't do his damn job. Rojo... Yeah. He had to learn a system. He got out there. He ran a couple of good things. He just he couldn't catch well. Yeah, I don't think Rojo got a really fair opportunity to be honest. I mean, only twenty three carries on the on the whole season. Really, just Jesus. yeah, he just didn't get a, a very good opportunity. I felt so. Yeah, I'll be interesting. But you know, great question, guys. I uh, really appreciate that. A um, lot of good feedback, and we're excited about you know just everything that's that's going on with this team. I mean, can't wait. Uh, Mark, uh, anything else you wanted to get into? Want to talk more about these coaches? Or no, I mean, we'll talk more about the coaches mm-hmm. later. I'm looking forward to Bruce Arians' com- press conference tomorrow, two yeah. thirty, guys. Yeah, be on there if you if you're at work. Get on Twitter if you're following the Bucks. It'll be live on that. Just tell everyone to leave you the hell alone because <laughs> I'm going to be doing that at work. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, go on the bike. <laughs> or, <laughs> I'll be in my corner trying to be away from everyone, mm-hmm. but. It's. I'm excited. I know everyone else is excited I'm, from the vibe I'm hearing. It's just. It's fun to 
again, like I always put out there, the off season we always usually win. Yeah, that's true. I want this to carry over. I'm happy now. I want this to carry over for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, absolutely, because, yeah, it's just, it feels different. Like, this is a real, I shouldn't say real, but it's a, it's just a legit staff that we're bringing in here. And this is going to help the players so much. And now you can really, you can really see how the talent is as far as evaluation and, like, really find out, you know, who these guys are. And, like, I, I guarantee you one of the guys on the roster now is going to become a star. Like, we, we just haven't seen it yet. Like, they just haven't broken out yet. I, oh, I remember Brett Kohlerman. Mm-hmm. He said, Chris Godwin. Yeah, yeah. Look out. <laughs> yeah, that definitely could be, like, I mean, the next that, star. Or, or Jordan Whitehead, like mm-hmm. we were talking about, playing that Teron Matthew role. Yeah. I mean, there's guys that on this roster already that mm-hmm. just weren't used correctly. Yeah, and and one name that comes to mind is is Noah Spence. Like, yeah. that Especially guy. Especially if we play 3-4. That, not even that. Not even if it's three four. I, I think I think this staff could bring him back to what he was, and I think they can find a way to get him to be that specialist, to be that pass rushing guy, um, especially taking on a year learning from JPP. I think is he's he still under contract. Oh yeah, yeah, we got him. I mean, this is his last year. This is contract. Oh, year. then he's gonna want a ball. Out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I could see him. I could see Vernon Hargraves making a comeback. You know, all these guys. I think one of them is gonna become something and become a star. I think that's gonna be the surprise. I, 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 damn, I, you know what I'm going to say. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, just just overall excitement. I mean, this is just good feelings right now. And, and as we go into the offseason, as we get closer to uh, free agency in the draft, I mean, we're really going to, like, be able to narrow down as far as, you know, potential targets and all of those things and really see, you know, what we have here. And it's, it's, it's going to be fun. I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and then to those asking about coaches – we're going to go more in depth into all the coaches yeah. in later podcasts. We probably should have an official list tomorrow, I'm yeah. assuming. And that's that to that credit, that's insane. Mm-hmm. The fact that we put together a whole staff that fast. Right. We just hired Arians yesterday. Come on. That's yeah. lightning. Yeah, man with a plan. Right? <laughs> so that's that. Again, I want to thank all the fans for all the questions. Awesome podcast. This is an hour long. Mm-hmm. We haven't had an hour-long podcast. I don't know how damn long, yeah. and it's we try to keep them shorter. But if y'all are asking questions and y'all want them answered, we're going to answer them. Mm-hmm. And this is the fun part of it. Yeah, it's enough just hearing us yell and scream about crap that we think. Mm-hmm. We want to hear what you guys think, and this is the fun part of a podcast: getting yeah. to know y'all, y'all, and understand what y'all want to to know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and. With that being said, I think we're going to close it out. And uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Real Bucks Talk. Follow us on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean. Check us out. We're going to have this episode uh, up and running and, and very soon. It'll be up. So, uh, yeah, with that, go Bucks, And it's, it's exciting times.